is just around the corner. Yeah, I mean, finally being a Leafs fan for the last two years is actually something to talk about. <laughs> I know usually during this time, I just don't care about the playoffs. I'm like completely checked out. Just like, I don't care who wins. I'm just watching it just for fun. The funny thing is, like, no, you you don't realize that the Leafs missed ten years of playoffs. <laughs> yeah. Until you look back and you're like, where the fuck did my 20s go? Exactly. Clearly not watching the Leafs playoffs, but... It was clearly all gone. And, like, I, I remember distinctly back when I was in last year of high school going to um, an information session about my university program with my mom, going to Ryerson University. And we happened to be playing the Flyers in that... Um, the last game of that series. Is it the one where Tucker <laughs> got killed along the board? Uh, I think he destroyed Sammy Kapanen. Sam, he destroyed Sammy Kapanen, and I think Jeremy Roenick went down the other end and scored. Yeah, and when you think oh. about when you think about the heartbreak of that moment, like I was listening to it on the radio. Yeah, and I was following it along. I don't, I don't even know what I was using to follow along because there was like back then. I don't think there was any mobile internet or anything. Dude, there's for <laughs> sure. I think back in high school. Cell phones were black and white. Yeah. When I got the first Sony Ericsson, the color, it's not even true color. It's yeah. like, it's just color pixel. Oh. You know, those so like... different shades of gray. Yeah, like a beige, like a very pale red or pale green. You know, that type of color. That's what they call color back then. Dude, you think back that long and you think about Darcy Tucker destroying Sammy Kapanen. And now you look, yeah. you look forward to today. And now we have Kasperi Kapanen yeah. on our team for the playoff run. Yeah, that's pretty hilarious, actually. It would have been great if he actually wore Darcy Tucker's <laughs> number, but Mitch Marner has yeah. it. But. It's one of those things where you wear that number and then you say, who's your daddy? Is your <laughs> yeah. daddy Sammy Kapanen or is your daddy Darcy Tucker? I don't but, know. You know what? Sammy Kapanen's probably laughing because he owns a hockey team now. Oh, in KHL, he's playing. Oh, damn. And what does Darcy Tucker do? Is he still repping BlackBerry? No, I think he's a, he's a player's agent or some stuff. Cool. Making that dirty money. That's where the money is at. Yeah. So anyways, we want to launch into our, our, our playoff discussion. So as of right now, at the time of recording, we're still waiting to see who the Leafs are going to play. So as of right now, I think they're lined up to play Boston. Yeah. Um, starting out on the road, but Boston has a game today versus Florida to see whether they're going to win the, uh, the, the Eastern Conference. So I think they actually have to win, right? Even if they yeah. were to tie or lose in overtime or shootout. Their their record isn't the same as Tampa Bay. So. Yeah, they would have to win yeah. today. So it's a must-win game for them. Florida's got nothing to play for. They were eliminated yesterday afternoon yeah. after uh, the Rangers got killed by the Flyers. That's, that's pretty... Actually, this year's race has actually been pretty entertaining. It has been. In a sense, like both conference, especially especially the West, I think. That, that game between Colorado and St. Louis... Yeah, St. Louis didn't show up though, but... I gotta admit, I'm a little biased. I placed a prop prop bet on St. Louis to miss the playoffs before (laughs) the season, and I was just praying for that Colorado win so I could win some money. I think I should have watched that game, but I was kind of following it closely, hoping that uh, Nathan McKinnon might win the Hart Trophy, because if they give it to goddamn, you know, Connor McDavid, I'll be so pissed. There's a, a big debate going on about the Hart Trophy. Um, you, you watch TSN, you watch Sportsnet. Like, should a player that's not in the playoffs be qualifying for that award? Because historically, they don't give it to someone who doesn't make the playoffs. I mean, the whole thing with... There's the Art Ross, right? Because that's, that's really, like, your most offensively, you know, the, 
the best producing player yeah. in the league. Mm-hmm. You know what? Connor McDavid is the best offensive talent right now. Clearly. Yeah. He's got to drag along all those plugs on his team. Yeah. But in terms of being able to carry a team into a playoff, we're talking about teams like Avalanche, which, you know, when on paper, when you look at it, they don't have as much talent as, say, the Oilers. Basically, it's a one-line, pretty much a one-line team. Yeah. Right? You got McKinnon, Landis Cog, Mikko Rantanen, Tyson Berry on the back end. Like, what else do you really have there? But those guys... Regardless of their one line, they, they drive the entire team. Yeah, Nathan McKinnon single-handedly busted out. I think he's <laughs> taken the mantle of like uh, Sidney Crosby for sure, I think. He's actually on a better point-per-game pace than Connor McDavid this year. That's true, because he missed a bunch of time with the injury. Yeah. When you think about the heart race and all these players, like, you know, you got Claude Giroux. Yeah. You know, his team is in the playoffs. He, he surpassed 100 points as of yesterday. Yeah. Taylor Hall. Taylor Hall has been a beast this season yeah. for New Jersey. New Jersey's in the playoffs as well. Talk about like some talk about how he was mad salty last year when when Oilers made it. Yeah, and then this year it's funny how how things turn out. You know, Oilers are out, and you know Taylor Hall's showing his worth. Yeah, exactly. Like he's just carrying that entire team on on his back. When you think about the gap between him, I think in the second leading scorer on the team is like what, like 30, yeah, talk, thirty or forty points. Talk right? about like a shitty team. Yeah, New Jersey Devils doesn't have a good team because they traded who? Like, uh, uh, who did they trade? The Henrique guy, Adam Henrique. Yeah, Adam Henrique. Who did he get? They got the Sammy Vatanen, so they need some help on on the, on the back line. end. But I mean, uh, the Devils, uh, they're an okay team. Uh, they're just an average offensive team. They got Hall. They've got guys like Paul Mary, and uh, but I guess they're just one of those average Devils teams that just somehow just powers through to the playoffs. Well, it's not like the two thousands, yeah. as we all know, as Leafs fan. <laughs> that was the worst case scenario. The only time I've ever watched a playoff game live. Yeah, my my friend back in elementary school brought me there. And I was so stoked. Yeah, and you know what? We fucking lost in the OT. Oh shit! <laughs> to New Jersey Devil. Like goddamn. Was, was that the series where Ty Domi put that hit on Scott Niedermeyer and like knocked him out of the series? I think that was, if I recall, it was like in grade eight. So oh. we're like what twelve years old. Oh okay. Those were like the good days when they're they got like what Gary Roberts yeah, coming McGillney. in. McGillney. Yeah, McGillney. They're like actually going for it. Yeah. There's a like good four years. No I salary think cap. Those are the no salary cap days. Yeah, when we got Owen Nolan <laughs> and you know all these scrubs, Ron Francis, Brian yeah. Leach. I'm like, what yeah. the hell. But we're all here to talk about the now. Right. So let's let's do a quick overview of the playoffs. Maybe spend like just a little bit of time talking about each one. So we got the Western Conference, Colorado at Nashville. So Nashville is the President's Trophy winner. Yep. That one's going to be an exciting one. I feel like Nashville seems like the team that kind of reminds me of when the Penguins won their first cup. You know how they went to the finals the first time? Right. They lost. I think there might be a good chance that it might be, you know, a Pittsburgh and Nashville finals again. Again. Oh, shit. And then it's just going to be like the passing of the torch where, you know, I have a soft spot for Crosby, so I really want to see a three-peat there if, it, if the Leafs don't win it all. So Nashville's got that young offensive talent, and they've got the depth, and they've got Mike Fisher and Kerry Underwood. Yeah, and they're salty about that last game where that goalie interference cost them like the game. Yeah, you know, like Rene was was good five years ago, or when he was, 
you know, one of the top goalies. And then there was a dip for, what, maybe two seasons or so, and all of a sudden he's, like, all rejuvenated. Well, they've got the defense in their in their prime right now. They've got P.K. Subban, Roman Yossi, Ryan Ellis, um, yeah. Matthias Ekholm, all in their prime. Philip Forsberg, Johansson, like, you name it. This team, yeah. this team is built to win right now. Yeah, you got, like, Turris. Mm-hmm. That's a pretty straight... Right down the middle, that's like three solid lines. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you have like Mike Fisher anchoring your fourth yeah. line, yeah, that's pretty good. Right, and and we already talked about Colorado, uh, big wild card in net, Jonathan Bernier. Yup, <laughs> Bernier's my boy. <laughs> I mean, he he was big in that game yesterday. Did so I, can he carry that momentum into the playoffs? I think I always I've always been. Want to say that the Leafs drove him out of town? It's you know, true. The media, the fans. Honestly, when you look at his first season, he was stellar. There was like no, no help for him, and he was mm-hmm. putting up solid numbers. Come when Matt or Babcock joined, you know that was that was a yeah. clusterfuck of a back end, and the fact that they were, what they lost like seven games or something to start the season, yeah, and he you know gave up some softy there. You know, that was pretty much it. Like, he didn't get a chance again. Because afterwards, when he came back, he actually finished off with the season, what, like, four shutouts or so. Pretty solid yeah. number. And I thought I thought Babcock was a man of very little patience. He had very little patience for Bernier, very little patience for Jonas Enroth. Yeah. Then I look at the patience he has for guys like Roman Polak and Leo Komarov, and I kind of <laughs> kind of didn't understand it. And the patience he had for uh, uh, Matt Martin, you know, finally this season, he finally came to his senses and decided to dress some players with better talent. Yeah. All right, let's stay on topic with, like, Nashville the first, though. Nashville and Avalanche. What else know. What else we got in the West? Um, Winnipeg and Minnesota? Yeah. So, I would... That's... That should be one of those rivalries, right, Will Aramid? Yeah. Winnipeg's right on top of Minnesota there. Uh, you know, physically speaking or geographically speaking. Um, Two big defensemen that are... Missing. I mean, one is oh, not. Yeah, one is not going to come Sutter's back. Ryan, yeah. Ryan Suter's not going to oh, be yeah, back Suter. at all, and he eats like thirty plus minutes a game. I don't know what they're going to do yeah. without a guy like that in the lineup. Otherwise, they're they're still a deep team. They could give the Jets a run for their money, but I I like the Jets in this series. Yo, watching the Jets play the Leafs yeah. the last time they played, that's a big, big and fast team. When you compare yeah. it to like line to line when they. Mm-hmm. You know, they stood in face-off dot, and you see in the way that they play. Mm-hmm. Like, when a lot of people use the word, the term heavy, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I don't know what heavy is, but yeah. I think this, like, yeah. Winnipeg is the modern heavy. Dustin like, Bufflin, you got Blake Wheeler, yeah, huge Blake. guy with, with wheels. I mean, that's his name. Yeah. Right? Like, Shifley. Shifley. Yeah, Shifley's a boss. Fucking, you, Line A with his, uh, his goal streak. Mm-hmm. I mean, he almost challenged Ovechkin for that goal total. Yeah, if it wasn't for those, you know, you can arguably say that yeah. ankle must, must have, like, snuck up on him. But, uh... Paul Stastny, like, they've got two deep lines. Kyle Connor has had an amazing rookie year. Mm-hmm. I like them coming out of... I think... Well, it all depends on goalie. Yeah. Connor Hellebuck has been good. I mean, he's yeah. been played into the ground because they... You know, Steve Mason has been injured yeah. pretty much most of the season. So, will he be able to hold up for the entire series, he's, I know he's been fatigued. Jacob Truba as well um, has, has been injured, so having him back at full strength, yeah, will be Truba Myers is actually, yeah, you know what? On paper, like even watching the Jets play, 
like the beginning of the season, they were pretty bad. We were all thinking it was that yeah. first game, right? They had no yeah, structure. That, yeah, that one where Steve Mason got like lit up, um, and then never recovered there. But I think he signed like a multi-year deal. Yeah, uh, he so, was brought in to be the guy, but yeah. they didn't count on Hellebuck raising his game in the off season. Yeah, that's just how it is, right? When you know it happens all the time, especially mm-hmm. in that position where once you go on a roll, that's you know chances of giving up the rain it's pretty hard, especially with a guy like Paul Maurice. Got to go with the hot yeah. hand. What else we got now? Vegas and Los Angeles. You know why I hate Vegas? <laughs> non-conventional, non-traditional hockey town. What I hate about Vegas even more is their Twitter account. True. <laughs> it's it's like all these just sad jokes. Yeah. Like, just lame ass shit. All these fucking Twitter fingers. And you have people clapping like seals at these people's Twitter. But like, I don't find any of that entertaining really funny i mean no not at all because it's all run by this probably just one like teenager yeah social media guy the fact that people got full-time jobs <laughs> and it's called social media and that's what they do twittering or tweeting all day Jeez. Hey, you know what you got to be trending you got to end up on the memes right yeah well i'm seeing like los angeles should come out of that series I, think I mean, which city is more fun, yeah. right? Like L.A. or Vegas? <laughs> right. Party towns. You think about all the money that's going to be in the stands for that entire series. Oh, like, yeah. it's going to be crazy. Like, I know Vegas, I didn't expect them to do shit this season. And non-traditional hockey market, but kudos to those players and yeah. the coach who had a chip on their shoulder, who brought it to the entire league. I remember before we started the season, I joked that they would be like, you know, 42-0 and 0, or 41-0 and 0 yeah. at home. It's pretty damn close to it. But you know what's fucking funny, though? They're, they finish off the season with 109 points. The Leafs finish the season with 105 points. Yeah. And the Leafs set a franchise record in regular season points. Yeah. <laughs> it took Vegas off one season yeah. to beat our freaking total. <laughs> but that's the new NHL with all these loser points, right? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, those two teams, I think... Probably pretty evenly matched. Mm-hmm. Anze Kopitar raised his game this season. Yeah. Um, Dustin Brown, you know, back from the dead. You know, you got Drew Doughty. Enough. Enough's playing pretty well down F- there. Enough with his girl, with his wife, Alicia yeah. Cuthbert. Everything's all working out over there. Yeah. So I don't know what. what you know what? Things always work <laughs> out for Enough. <laughs> He's got that Albatross contract. Somehow he found some way to take it. We'll give us a listen. Yeah. But yeah, again, it comes down to like. Quick or quick versus uh, Flurry. Yeah. Uh, again, uh, looking at like Mark Andre Flurry, I bet you Penguins probably questioning themselves pretty hard right now. They could, they could have potentially used his consistency. Use right? his consistency. Yeah. You get now you start you're starting to see Matt Murray break down right. at such a young age, and that's that's a big question mark, right? Like with Flurry, he's a big guy. Mm-hmm physically built, like, mature enough to kind of go deep. And he's not old. He's, like, what, 31, 32? As a goalie, you know, I can see him play deep into his career, just like uh, Luongo, even though Luongo's been kind of, you know, on the injury reserve or injury list quite quite a lot this season or the last two seasons. It's bound to happen eventually. But, uh, yeah, uh, that should be a pretty exciting series. You got players that have a chip on their shoulder ready to prove something to prove Riley Smith and Marshall Neal all these guys yeah so it should be a Carlson good one. the Ron Carl- yeah, Carlson's in the wild playoffs. wild Bill <laughs> William Carlson 
One more in the West. We've got Anaheim and San Jose. Oh, the classic. SoCal. Yeah. Joe Thornton. I think he'll be back probably sometime during round one. Mm -hmm. They got the same old faces that we've seen before. Couture and Pavelski. Well, they got they got Pat, or they got Kane. Yeah, Evander Kane. Yeah, Evander Kane. He's putting up points out there. Is it his first playoff appearance? I think it is. Right? I think it is. No, it's his, it's his first playoff appearance. How about when that one time with Atlanta? the Jets? The Jets went to to the playoffs. Was he still? He around? was in Buff. Was he in Buffalo? Or I, I think, think I felt like that was two years ago. I'm not sure. I'm not 100 yeah. percent sure. But. All right. Well. Whatever the case, clearly it was a non-factor. Yeah. That, that man is out to earn his money. He needs a new telephone. <laughs> he right? needs a new <laughs> stack of uh, bills. He needs a new money phone. Yeah, money <laughs> But the Ducks have Cam Fowler out right now, but other, otherwise healthy. You know, Ricard Raquel setting a new record in goals and uh, in points. Um, Getzlaff, the shell of Corey Perry. You know, those guys like, you know... Perry, Getzlav, Kessler. It depends on how the series plays out, right? If it's speed, then they're going to get exposed. Mm-hmm. If it's a little bit of more of a you know cycle heavier game, then you know they can take it over. But like you said, like um, all depends on if the Ducks can keep it in their zone or like yeah. in in the Shark zone, then it'll allow them to have a lot of time to work. Big wild card. Will John Gibson be back in time? Mr. Injury Prone, but he is the golden boy, so... They got Ryan Miller. Yeah, Ryan Miller posted the shutout, almost pretty much ruining my fantasy chances last night. So, now I'm praying for a miracle. Alright, let's go to the East, then. What do we have settled so far? So, we have, right now, Columbus versus the Capitals. Yeah. John Tortorella versus Ovechkin. This is what I wanted to see. Because <laughs> those guys got into like a shouting match last time. Yeah, but you know what? Tortorella came out and said that it was his fault. That's the new Tortorella. But I don't want to see the new Tortorella. I want to see the old Tortorella. Yeah. I want to see him try and get into that locker room and try to fight Ovechkin. <laughs> I don't know. Ovechkin... It's always been that Crosby versus Ovechkin debate. Now that Crosby yeah. has like three rings, you know, I don't think it's much of a debate. In a sense of who's the better overall player, or who's got the better career. In the end, you know, Crosby's pretty much won everything. World Championship, you know, World Juniors, Olympic gold. You know, Ovechkin is so pissed that he didn't win that Olympic gold. Exactly. But um, I'm hoping they come out. I I don't know. Like, Columbus has been on a huge roll lately. Like, they've just been steamrolling teams. It all depends on on, on, uh, Sergei Bobrovsky. Yeah, they got hot at the right time, right? Because they're yeah. mid-season, they had that lull. Yeah. And then the last, what, 15, 20 games, they've been picking it up. They've been killing it. Like, yeah. Panarin, guys like Panarin and uh, Cam Atkinson. Seth Jones has been an absolute monster this season. Mm-hmm. So, it all really... I'm hoping yeah. I'm hoping Ovechkin comes out. I kind of want to see Columbus advance. Like, this really? team, as much as I hate John Tortorella... I feel like the guys on the team are a hard-working team. Yeah. I want to see guys like Seth Jones, uh, guys like Cam Atkinson advance and have some success. Can you imagine if it's a Columbus-Nashville final? That would be a disaster for, like, ratings. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure they don't want to see it. Yeah. Okay, what else do we have Pittsburgh here? Pittsburgh versus Philly. Philly. So I this one's got to be good. Yeah. I love that. They all, they've had that, like, animosity yeah. the last... 
maybe the, not the last couple of seasons because you know Philly hasn't been in the playoffs, or you know Pittsburgh might not have been. I think Pittsburgh missed the playoffs once, right? Yeah, so Pittsburgh missed that one season, and Philly's been kind of like on the bubble the last couple of seasons as well. Right, and they got carried by some of their like kind of offensive superstars. I already mentioned Claude Giroux. Yeah, I mean, like the last time that they met, that was a pretty good series. Like, thing got, you know, Giroux and Crosby were going at it. I know, like, the fact that Giroux was on was on a couple of Team Canada's, but like never yeah. got to play. I was wondering if it's because like Crosby's there. Yeah. Um, but they've got like good supporting cast. Couturier had a career season. Voracek, yeah. Shane Goss is there. Yeah. Like uh, the wild card again. Like as the common theme has been goaltending. They've had Brian Elliott. Brian Elliott is going to be kind of the key to their entire playoff run. Right. Yeah. Here. The issue is if you're dependent on Brian Elliott, then you're not going that far. I'm, you can ask like Calgary Flames about that. Pretty much. Yeah, and St. Louis. That's true. <laughs> and Ottawa. Pretty much all the teams. Pretty much all the teams that he's played for, but he's their best chance at it. He's like the new Patrick Lillie. And we think about now Pittsburgh, they also have some questions in net. Oh, yeah, like Matt Murray's got to be healthy for this one to go through. And on defense as well. Latang hasn't had a good season. Yeah. But, again, straight down the middle, it's still pretty good. They got Brashard yeah. on that trade deadline. But he's injured. His groin's busted. The depth there is crazy. Like, yeah. they, at any given point, they could send out Crosby, Malkin, and Kessel on a separate line. Like, how do you how do you defend against that attack? Yeah, how do you defend against seeing Phil Kessel and that, that Skillet coming down? You down see the that, that body coming down at you? <laughs> yeah. But I think the Flyers are going to have to have Gostas Bear and Provorov out there, like, 30 minutes, basically. Yeah. Or send Radko Gudas out there to, like, lay a hit on somebody. Yeah, I, I, I can see Philly coming out of there, especially if Matt Murray doesn't gets injured halfway, and if Broussard doesn't come back in time. Yeah, but so the last ma- last two matches, we already talked about the Devils. We don't know who they're gonna who they're gonna meet, so let's skip over them. Yeah, let's just spend a little bit of time talking about Toronto. They're either meeting Boston or or Tampa Bay. Yeah, who would you rather have? I'd rather have Boston. Because I fucking hate Boston. The city's amazing, but I hate all their sports team. Doesn't that last playoff series versus Boston give you nightmares? Yes. I remember watching that. See, the thing is, they gave us hope. Weren't we down like 3-1? In the series. In the series. We are down 3-1. And then fucking came all the way back to lead, what, 3-1 in the game. Just to like have that 12-minute collapse. Fuck. I remember that time we were just... We were basically elated, celebrating, talking about buying tickets to the next round. Dude, we like, were fucking singing that uh, song. Yeah. <laughs> on the street. Yeah. Yeah, that, that was bad. But um, I do want to see Toronto beat Boston. I don't think Boston, you know, Boston weren't, wasn't even around last year. And all of a sudden, right. it turned it around. They've got a relatively healthy team this time around. I don't know, for example, now we've got that Patrice Bergeron matchup. With uh, Marshan and, and uh, Pasternak, they're going to be basically glued to Austin Matthews. Yeah, that's fine though, because you got Kadri and Marner producing on that other line, right? So. And they, I think they also have an easier matchup because if if, if yeah. Bergeron is up against Matthews, then Kadri's what got David Krejci like. Yeah, that's te- depth wise. I think we have a better team, like speed and scoring capabilities. 
like their team's old. You're, you're looking at David Backus. You're looking yeah. at Brian Gianta. Yeah. You know, these guys aren't fast. Like Rick Nash, you know, He's currently injured. Yeah, so that's funny. Like a lot of these like uh, trade deadline pickups are all injured. I kind of want that rivalry as well. I just want to see it play out. Yeah, I think but. that one's like the more traditional type of playoff series that you can get versus like a Tampa, Tampa Bay versus Toronto. That one's just like they both have shaky defense in the sense like our defense. Yeah, I would say our defense pretty much, you know, are on par with each other. Right. So it's just really just offense versus offense, which could be fun. Yeah, they've got they've each got the depth of offense going together. Yeah. Um, Tampa Bay is, is driven from the back end by um, Victor Hedman. Yeah. We've got two fifty point scoring defensemen on our roster. Oh, Unfortunately, you can't play those guys. Unfortunately, the entire game. Unfortunately. I guess it's a pro and con. It's pro for like Gardner, but it's also a con because now his fucking ego is even more inflated. <laughs> or his, his bank account might start to become inflated. When you think about, I mean, those two guys, they've had good success this season. Um, but beyond that, on the blue line, I think we're in a little bit of, of trouble. Mm-hmm. Like, who, who else are you going to play? Like, I, I think about Nikita Zaitsev and the struggles he's had this, this season. Let's just hope he catches a cold yeah. or a flu where he's going to sit himself out for two weeks. Like, I, I think I read some stat where I think he has only, like, one primary assist in, like, the last 30-something games. What exactly is he doing out there? I kind of don't know. But he plays with uh, Garner, right? So, what he, yeah, yeah. what he not, does is he's going to pass it to Garner. He also struggles mightily in the defensive zone, but... I'm hoping he finds a new gear. He has to. And he's played a lot better lately. Hey. So let's let's hope he, he finds it. <laughs> you know what? You might as well warm up to him because he signed a long-ass it, deal. It's true. I, I can't keep fighting against it. I just have to accept it. Yeah. But, I mean, just need... like, just know I was fighting against this Garner thing. Yeah. And I'm so happy that he's probably gone after the season. <laughs> I will have to see how, how that plays out. But, I mean, those are the key. Ron Hainsey has to find his gear five on five. Mm-hmm. I mean, that guy has played... Um, such a key role of the penalty kill. He has what, like an hour more of penalty kill time than anyone else in the league. Yeah, he's. Well, the good news is he hasn't played a lot of like playoff hockey. Yeah. in his career, so, so he's got a lot of, of miles left on him. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, the key to that D. I mean, Polak. Just, just if, if we don't notice you, it's going to be a good, a good thing. Yeah, the chances are you'll notice him. Yeah, but yeah, you know what? They do play him a lot. Yeah. Quite a lot yeah. more concerned. They have yeah. like Borkman and um, and who's that Hall? That yeah. Hall guy? Yeah. They and never after Connor, that two games. Connor Carrick has been healthy scratch a bunch of times. Like, yeah. It's interesting to see what this what uh, the configuration is going to be depending on whether we play Tampa or or Boston. Whether it's going to be Polak or someone else in the lineup. Yeah, there's potential to reach. I think the ceiling might yeah. be Eastern Conference Final. But I'm not sure if you're going all the way to the finals. I like our depth. Like, you know, you got the, the Matthews line. You've got the Bozak line with JVR. You've got the Kadri line with Marlowe and Marner. You even got yeah. that fourth line. You've got um, Andreas Janssen or, or Kasperi Kapanen yeah. with Placanis. Placanis is no, no slouch. I mean, he hasn't produced anything. Yeah, but he hasn't given up a lot, too. So He has, like, zero offensive zone starts. The guy pretty much takes every face <laughs> yeah. off in our zone. Yeah, he's pretty much like the Tyler Bozak 2.0. Probably better than Tyler Bozak, though, but... Because Tyler Bozak gets all those at power plays now. But common theme of this pod, goaltending. All depends yeah. on if Anderson yeah. 
goes back to you know mid-season form yeah and if and Vasilevsky is also on the other side he has slowed down quite considerably because they play the shit out of him yeah and he, he he's so acrobatic that he makes all these crazy saves but that's gonna lead to like some body breaking down dude you're, yeah you're talking about Anderson breaking that lease record right yeah. that Belfour and uh, Raycroft held mm-hmm. for the past like five years Go damn ahead. bitches it's a dog not talking about these girls out there. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, shout out to him, Anderson, uh, breaking that Raycroft record. But, uh, Just hope he doesn't go the way of Raycroft. Yeah, I want to, I wanna, yeah. before we end it, I want to give, you know, Sadines will never hear this, but I, I want to give up my appreciation to them. You know, I remember back in high school, I wasted a lot of my fantasy draft picks on YouTube. <laughs> I think I drafted you guys about seven years too early, but yeah, I've always loved Daniel Sedin for fantasy purposes. The guy's a shot beast, yeah, goal beast. Henrik, I mean, I love you too. You yeah, need those those sweet passes, but you were never one of my my fantasy picks. Yeah, but he had that. Yeah, he's probably the two most underappreciated players outside of Vancouver. And I, and I was listening to Thirty One Thoughts podcast with Elliot Freeman and Jeff Merrick, and they said those guys played an East West game when it was all about North North South hockey, right? It's true. And Even up until the very end, he, like there's that last game, a home game where they were playing, like Ham, like Hamrick's cuts in from the on on the side on the wing on the right side, just like pulls the break, cuts in the middle. I'm like shit, you. Probably like 80% of the players in this league can't do that. And the guy's like, what, 37 years old? Yeah, I mean, the plays that they, they run and the, the poise that they have with the puck and cycling the puck, like they mentioned taking that puck off the boards on your backhand and like throwing that puck into the middle of the ice on the cycle. They made guys like, what, Alex Burroughs look yeah. like a superstar for so many years. Yeah. Yo, as much as people hate on Burroughs, I think Burroughs came a long way. Yeah. Considering his journey of ECHL and yeah. then AHL and then where he's at and, you know, became like a staple in the NHL. It's it's not like Anson Carter, right? Like, yeah. Sedins can make anyone on yeah. the wing, but they don't stick around. But. I want to think about all the guys that they brought along in their career over the years, like Anson Carter. Yeah. I can't remember any of the other names. They but. should do a montage <laughs> of it, actually. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I really wish they won that cup that year. I was really on board with it. The whole storyline of everything that was with that Canucks team. Yeah. It seemed like it was it was destined, but, you know. What I wasn't on board with was we have to cheer for the Canadian team. And since they're the only Canadian team left, we've got to cheer for them. No, the fact yeah. that it was a Boston team, I forget. It's, it's true. <laughs> but now I think the rest of Canada has a dilemma because Winnipeg and Toronto are the only teams in there. They're probably so all going to cheer who, for freaking Winnipeg. Yeah. So the, out east, they're going to cheer for Winnipeg. Out west... I don't know if out west they're going to cheer for Winnipeg. Winnipeg's so. still central, so I feel like they don't care. No? Yeah. Well, who knows? But, I don't know. Well, it, happy retirement, Sadines. Yeah. Well, yeah. So, I wonder if we're going to get any generation of stars coming in that are like them, but... Not twins? You never know. <laughs> we'll have to wait a while to see. Yeah, they're, they're definitely one of the better ones. Anyways, but, we've... Uh, probably run over our time yeah. here we want to get our, our next guest on yeah we should probably check in maybe after every single round with yeah. an update that makes sense yeah okay that sounds good all right guys have fun watching the playoffs <laughs>